If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't... If this turns out to be chloroform and I pass out, I'm going to be so pissed. Are you, though? You're listening to Those Dramginzers with your hosts, John and Zach. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm Zach. And welcome to Those Dramginzers, where we drink bourbon and talk about it. We have another special guest, as you probably see in the show title and show notes. But we have another admin from the Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends. We have Scott Reitenbaugh. That's correct. Welcome. Thank you. So, Scott, you know, uh, whenever we have a guest on, we usually one of the first things we have them do is obviously introduce themselves and then give us uh, a quick story on your whiskey journey. Okay. So my whiskey journey kind of got started a little later in life with whiskey, but like most everybody else, I, when I was younger, cheap beer, you know, mm-hmm. rum and cola, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Oh, rum and, was definitely my <laughs> intro, intro liquor. Yeah. Sometimes when I was feeling fancy, I would use a little bit of the amaretto that my dad always liked, put mm. that in with the Coke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. But um, probably about six years ago, um, Mark Madden, who is, for the people that aren't from Pittsburgh... He's a local um, Pittsburgh sports talk, kind of like a shock jock. And he would do live commercial reads for Wild Turkey American Honey. And the way he talked about it, I'm like, I have to go try a bottle of this. It just sounds delicious. And credit to Jimmy Russell and Eddie Russell. It is Mm -hmm. a high quality product. Mm -hmm. As far as like whiskey liqueurs. It's the best one I've ever had. Most of them, they just taste like children's cough syrup. And- yeah, they're so they're so heavily with the um, the flavoring that it yeah. just kind of just kills yeah. everything. And yeah, th- this one is definitely more bourbon forward, and then with just a little bit of flavor, just mm-hmm. to kind of you know help you get it down when you're still a little bit new to mm-hmm. whiskey. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I started, and then I want to say maybe about like. Five years ago, my wife Michelle and I, we were watching a show on the Travel Channel about abandoned places, and they were taking us through the Old Taylor Distillery, mm-hmm. which is now Castle and Key. Oh, well, there's a story on that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were like, wow, this is really interesting. Maybe we should go to Kentucky. And the first time we went, we've, we've gone several times since, but the first time we went, we said, okay. We're going to do half distilleries and half horses. Mm-hmm. Well, if you've never been on a horse tour, Mm-mm. don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they get very, very in-depth to like the breeding of horses. And oh. I know more now about horse breeding than I ever want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we also took different tours. Uh, we went to Buffalo Trace, Jim Beam, mm-hmm. Wild Turkey, mm-hmm. and... If you've never been to Kentucky and taken the distillery tour, it's you get hooked. Is all I can say. Mm-hmm. Um, they let you put your hands into the mash, you know, try it and drink it. Um, you, you see the entire process from start to finish, and it just it hooked us. Yeah, and that was it. Uh, at that point, I just 
I was a convert. All in. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, you guys plan a lot of the tours for the the group as well, right? Yeah. I know you guys yeah. were planning. Um, we're another. we're still working on that. We're mm-hmm. hoping to maybe push it to the fall, but we're mm-hmm. hoping to kind of have like a big group, mm-hmm. kind of similar to what uh, the guys did with the podcast, and have everybody get together and maybe go yeah. to some different distilleries and just mm-hmm. have some experiences. Yeah, definitely. So you're the guy. To, you're the go-to guy when it comes to planning. Yeah, planning bit. these trips. <laughs> well, I mean, the detail you, you and Michelle already put into to the, this one you're trying to plan now was. Yeah. I was just like, I was in awe, just like reading this. I was like, I wish I could go. <laughs> this looks great. <laughs> but with two trips in the fall, yeah, um, Lisa will kill me if I make another one. So, when is it? When's what? The trip that I'm doing. The fall one. Uh, Not official yet, but we're probably looking at uh, October. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Hey, that, you know what? Maybe we can tie it in because that'll be one year. That will be one year. Yeah. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us and to you. (laughs) Aw, shucks. (laughs) We had talked last time Mm. about actually doing things on the show to help us learn. Because that's why we started this show. We wanted to learn all the different things you can about whiskey, the tasting notes, the be able to, you know, decipher which one is from which distillery and all that stuff. And one thing we all, you know, we still are figuring out our notes, nosy notes, tasting notes and whatnot. And this is going to be one of our first installments of of bettering those different. um, Welcome to bettering yourself. Bettering yourself with those Dramienzers. Scott, you want to talk about what you, you brought for us today? Oh, sure. So um, some people may not know this, but I am also an executive bourbon steward. Um, So what does that mean? So what that means is uh, this past spring, actually just about a year ago now, um, I went down to Louisville and I went to the uh, Moonshine University and Mm -hmm. it's essentially a day-long class where they take you through the history of bourbon and also like hands-on. They have a small micro distillery in the school so you kind of go through and you get to they have all the equipment just Mm -hmm. on a smaller scale Mm -hmm. you get to grind the grain you get to you know taste the distillate you get to go through all those steps and then another portion of the learning is they have a separate company that they call flavor man Mm -hmm. and what they do at flavor man is they actually create flavorings for like sports drinks and flavored waters and okay. things like that. Yeah. And part of what they've been able to develop is this uh, nosing kit. And mm-hmm. it's essentially a box, which I'm going to hand off to you gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has, I believe it's about 36 different vials in there. And when you lift up the lid there, Zach, you'll see underneath that they actually have them all labeled on the lid. Uh-huh. Basically all you do is um, you just kind of like, Pass it under your nose, and just like you were nosing a Glencairn of whiskey, mm-hmm. you, just, you nose the oils, and it's that one individual flavor note that's just isolated. Please note that the aroma samples in the kit are for nosing only, and are not designed for drinking. So I should not be drinking no, acetone. No. <laughs> that, that's a good rule of thumb, always. Do not drink the acetone. <laughs> hmm. So what all what all is in this this box? So like I said, there's about thirty six different vials, and um, if you hand me the lid there real quick, I'll kind of run through some of the highlights. Um, so like the first thirteen of them are actually for distillation. 
So it's some of the different byproducts that you can get off of the still. So you have things like the acetone, you have uh, ethyl alcohol, propyl alcohol, acetic acid, furfural, and then they actually break it down into the heads, the hearts, and the tails that mm-hmm. come off of the still. Mm-hmm. And then from there, the rest of the way through, it's actually your individual aromas. So you have things like oak, vanilla, cherry, tobacco, cocoa, mm-hmm. and it kind of goes on from there. And then the final four of them are actually your four flavoring grains for bourbon. So we have corn, rye, wheat, and malt. So they've gotten that individual aroma yeah. separated. So as we've, we've said when we've, when we've nosed some of the, the, the bourbons that we've reviewed, you know, we think we're smelling this, or maybe we are smelling something, but we're not really sure what it right. is. Right. Oftentimes, caramel apple. Caramel apple, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so this is going to be – thank you. Uh, this is going to be helpful to us in understanding because then if you can pick out the different tasting notes, then you're obviously going to be able to also taste those as well or know what they should taste like. Right. Or be able to put a name to what you are tasting. Right. Um, where, where can someone get this if they want their own? Um, so you can actually get the very kit that you're holding from the Staven Thief Society um, on their website. It's $250. You do not have to be a member. Um, you just go to their store and can purchase it, and you'll probably have it in your hands in like less than a week. Okay, so we are going to test out these different pe- – we'll, we'll, we'll sniff a couple of them, but mm-hmm. um, we're going to test out with uh, the Buffalo Trace. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that we can have you – know, we know we know what that smells like, obviously, caramel apple. Um, but maybe it will help us pick out other notes that are in there. Right. And, um, and then we'll we'll use it. A little later too for some other stuff, but uh, figured it's good to to test this out with something we know, right? right? That, that's the best way to kind of start learning with it is one that you're already comfortable with and familiar with. How do we go? Do we just like open them up like a, an essential mm-hmm. and just kind of smell it, yes. or yeah? So basically, what I recommend is whatever you guys think you might have smelled in the past, mm-hmm. maybe start with that, okay? And you can kind of confirm if that's the case. So maybe like vanillas, caramels, oaks, ones like that. Mm-hmm. So I'll go ahead and pass this back to you guys again. Okay. So what do we want? To, we want to do vanilla, caramel, and apple. Yeah, let's go with those three. I think those are good choices. So basically, just kind of pass it underneath your nose like a little Glencairn glass. So which one's that? Which one's that? It's the vanilla. Now, if you smell your Buffalo Trace right afterwards. Kind of alternate back and forth between the vial and the glass. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. But you know what the vanilla is doing? Punching up the caramel apples. (laughs) (laughs) Confirmed. Let me see that. I'm actually actually not getting as much vanilla as I thought I would on the nose from the buffalo trace. Anyone that's listened knows that those are the top three that we always pick. Right. Anyway, so. So this is the caramel. Oh, wow. You're sure I can't drink this? I wouldn't recommend it. Definitely get some caramel on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I don't really pick the vanilla out as much as I as I thought I would. But this is a good one to, to leave out. What are you on right now? Caramel. The caramel notes on my nose right now. And I'm still just a wee baby when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. But I think more than anything, I mean, we've been saying caramel apple. But more than anything, I find that apple is probably the strongest one that I get off of it. Because... 
the caramel. I think it's there, but it's almost like a tertiary smell mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of a primary. Well, we know that you know whiskeys in general. Not all of them have a strong. Oh, they don't all have a strong caramel right smell. You know what I mean? No, it's interesting. The the apple scent maybe maybe it's because it's the combination of the caramel with the apple. Um, the apple smell in the in in the the, the nose kit. Let me say the word the one more time. <laughs> in the nose kit. Smells like a sweeter apple. Okay. To me. Mm-hmm. But the Buffalo Trace almost reminds me of a Granny Smith apple. I can see that. Like a green okay. apple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that's the combination of the caramel with the apple. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes a green apple is covered in caramel since it's a little, better, more, tart. A little more tart and you're mm-hmm. covering with sugar. Um, I wonder if the, I don't know. I, it even says on here, do not drink. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. It's like a sweeter apple smell in the bottle, I think, than I get on the nose with the buffalo trace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think we were definitely right by calling out the caramel apple. Mm-hmm. But I'm not getting any vanilla. Not even like a tertiary vanilla. Like no. I don't get any vanilla on the nose of this. Maybe it's because I still have a little baby nose. But, Ooh, but after smelling all those and then tasting this, that caramel. I guess I know I always taste caramel, but I really tasted it that time. Could I have the caramel nosy one? Yeah, I just want to write. Ooh, yeah. ooh! I got the caramel on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Did you just call it the caramel nosy one? Yeah. that's great. I did call it the caramel nosy <laughs> one. Caramel nosy one. <laughs> There's your next t-shirt. <laughs> right. What would you suggest next? Like, we did the three that we usually pick out. I would anyway. recommend numbers 20, 21, and 28 as your next round. And for the listeners at home, it's tobacco, leather, and brown spice. Brown spice. Brown so spice. That's going to be like some like of your a... barrel spices that you get on the very okay. end. Nutmegs, cinnamons, or the things like uh, that. Is this also, or, or baking spices? Yes. Different. So it's the yeah. same brown spice and yeah. baking spices. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. You know what this, you know what the, the brown spice smells like? Okay. A Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael's craft store? Yeah, Michael's craft store. <laughs> Specifically in the fall? Yeah, specifically in the fall. <laughs> Why can't I smell anything from tobacco? Because you don't smoke? I don't know. Oh, wait. I'm starting to get a little... Is it really subtle? It's subtle. It's like a sweet earthiness. Very, very subtle, though. If you want to try earthy, you can also pull out number 14, because that one is specifically earthy. <laughs> did... None of you knew that earthy was a smell, did you? <laughs> but there it is. Extract of earthy tobacco. <laughs> I'm not getting any. I mean, the tobacco is so subtle. I would have to do this for much, much longer before I feel like I start picking up on it. I'm not really picking up any tobacco. It's usually like this. on the tail end and the finish. I'll be curious to smell leather because I'm. I kind of get. Gosh, it's not, not like I've ever chewed on leather shoes, but if I had to describe the texture and the flavor on the back of the palate right now, it would be kind of leathery, mm-hmm. like sweet on the front end. Kind of leathery on the back end. I don't know. Leather will definitely be easier to pick Ooh. up in the in the nosy. That is not what I thought tobacco would Ooh. smell like. That is what Michael smells like. 
I told I don't lie to you. I never said you did, John. <laughs> I know you would never do that to me. Coming this fall to Michael's. Michael's in a nosy jar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the tobacco is not what I thought that would be. Okay. It's very, you're right. It's very subtle. I think it's more like a fresh tobacco than like a cigar. Yeah. I think that's what I, I expect is, is that type of. Yeah, hmm. I was expecting almost. I don't know why I was expecting a smoked tobacco. I was expecting it's, to. It's sweet, yeah. which is probably because, like you mm-hmm. said, a fresh versus a dried out. Like, Right. I was expecting it to smell like a humidor. Yes. I mean, I don't get that. With the buffalo, but it is a good thing. I didn't get any so of the I pulled uh, up, brown spice either on the I buffalo. pulled up Breaking Bourbon's um, review okay. on Buffalo Trace, just to see what they say was on the no- nose. So, and, and there's the caramel, honey, orange, and vanilla. And they said oak and mint. Okay, so we do have... Did you smell that earlier? Mint. And we have citrus, if you want to try those. So if you want to pull out uh, 31 and 32, 31 is orange citrus, 32 is mint. Can we smell oak too? Oh, yeah, absolutely can. Number 15. I'll hand this to John in case he wants to see the list. John, do you want oak, herbal mint? Give me oak. Orange citrus. Give me the oak. That's the one I'm really excited to... To find out what it actually smells start like. With this mint. Mm-hmm. It's minty fresh. Oh, it's like huffing some toothpaste. <laughs> no, no, I take that back. It's like huffing listerine. <laughs> the oak is also very subtle. Yeah, almost to the point of the tobacco. Like it kind of smells the same, which is I, I see why they would come hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Like there's a little bit of like a smoky, I don't, with the oak, like in the back, like when you're, not that I'm drinking it, but. John, no, they say not to do that, very specifically. Don't tell me what to do. That'll be by the end of the night, you'll accidentally grab one of the nosy balls. Probably. (laughs) It's going to be like 22, but but somehow worse. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe worse. I don't know. Is Black Marker in there? There is a number 22. <laughs> I think I'm distrusting the number 22. Oh, oak is way more subtle than I thought. I don't know why I thought it would smell like like burnt oak. Yeah, I think you that's know, what But I... it's like walking up and like but This is why we're doing this. Snorting because, a tree. Because our thoughts of what they should be smelling like aren't what they are smelling like. So oak is a lot sweeter than I thought it would be. Yeah. And a lot more subtle. You like the wood sugars with the oak. Yeah. I just realized I was sniffing the mic. I'm so tired. (laughs) I'm so tired. Smells like plastic. Well, this doesn't smell like much at all. I don't get this (laughs) note on my bourbon. Is there any from the list you want to try, John? The oak was the the main one. Uh, Let me see here. Ooh, that that orange citrus is nice. I feel like we should go through the... the, um, Subtle. The mashes. Okay. John, did you smell the orange citrus yet? I didn't yet. You want to? Well, for Buffalo Trace, then you would want the corn, the rye, and the malt. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I will say this. I mean, the citrus smells like I think it would. I'm not getting specifically orange 
on the nose with the buffalo trace but i am getting a citrusy smell now that i didn't pick up before mm-hmm. i, I so like like the zest the almost. zest yeah like that 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 citrusy right. zest on there a little bit yeah i didn't get any of the mint i got no diddly no. squat maybe it's because the mint um what did i call it the sniffy thing sniffy thing the nosy bottle the nosy bottle maybe the uh the nosy bottle sniffy thing Maybe because the nosy bottle is so strong with the mint, yeah, that I was kind of looking for that intensity in mm-hmm. the bourbon, but I'm not getting like any at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go ahead and get uh, C, R, and M. Do you want? Do you want malt? No, give me rye. 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 Mm-hmm. That's my jam. That's a bold choice. Rasma jam. I'm gonna start with this my is a jam. rye whiskey. This is a rye. <laughs> yes, sir. Smells like caramel apples. <laughs> wow, I don't even have to put this near me and I can smell it. A little spicy. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that corn one smells so good. It smells it like smells like a corn. field. Oh my gosh, the rye smells like a. Wow, I wish corn actually tasted the way this smells. Otherwise, I would eat it like all the time. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, such like a beautiful earthy grainy smell wow this might be my favorite one i've smelled so far you know i'm starting to understand why people smelled corn and we're like this would be a bomb drink you know what this smells like it's the way, back the half scooters. of michael's <laughs> the what the back half of michael's told <laughs> 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 you is that the rye that's the rye that is the rye <laughs> it's not bad is Ooh, it? this smells pungent i can smell it from here this this smells like the basement at liberty pole <laughs> yes <laughs> I knew there was a reason mm-hmm. that place made me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Mm-hmm. This is not what I expect. Ooh. I'm wrong on everything. None of this smells like I thought it would. I know. I, I would except the citrus. Except the citrus. And I will say, uh, we freaking nailed the caramel apple. Well yeah. done, guys. Well done. <laughs> yeah. If anything, that's what these are all doing for me. Is I'm not getting these specific ones. It's just like. Um, not enunciating. What's the word I'm looking for? It's amplifying the the caramel apple, the sweetness to the to the buffalo trace, right. which yeah. is so funny because we thought yeah. Maker's was sweet versus buffalo. I know. Thought, I don't even want to get this gracious. It's gonna be like snorting a candy cane if we <laughs> mm-hmm. go to the Maker's Mark after. All this. right, let me see. The malt. It is making the buffalo trace smell insanely sweet. Yeah, I'm gonna get back all up and get back up in this corn. This is making me want to go home and just like grill corn. Okay. Yeah. I know why I smell caramel everywhere. Okay. It's the it's actually the malt. Okay, because this malt is like a little sweeter, but kind of, kind of like a cereal note. Yeah. Do they say I, I saw on the back they kind of break down almost what malt smells like? Do they mention caramel and the malt notes? Uh, so for malt, they say underlying malty and chocolate notes. Chocolate. That's the other thing I'm getting. Yes. Okay. That's the that's the like uh thank you. Mm-hmm. Like a um, not chocolate as in like milk chocolate. I'm talking like dark chocolate. So you're like talking powder. About, you're talking about good chocolate. Yeah, cocoa, cacao. Yes, cacao. Okay. That's yeah, not the typical chocolate that everybody thinks about. But we're not talking Hershey's. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, offense I, we are. to Hershey's. No, we are. Yeah. If Hershey's would like to sponsor the show, you're okay I have with a, that, right? I have a if Hershey's that... would like to sponsor the show, this can smell like whatever they want. <laughs> No, it does smell like Hershey's, like a, like the cocoa powder. Like I have a oh. container of the cocoa powder upstairs. Okay, I was excuse me like that I use milk chocolate bars. Right. No, I'm talking like co- this is 
straight up cocoa powder malt. So oh, I haven't smelled that's that. probably why when I it. smell that sweetness, it's that's probably it's more more this the malt. Yeah, which is interesting Can because at the whiskey one? event, at the blending event, Dad's Hat is is very high in malt. Yes, in their in their mash, and that smell stuck out was for theirs for mm-hmm. and for the blend. Okay, tremendously. But I don't remember it smelling like that. Okay. But there was definitely something. Now, dude, that is straight up chocolate powder. Yes, isn't it? Straight up. So you were getting a flavor memory, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yes. So one thing that some people will do, they'll actually use their own spice cabinet in their kitchen. And they'll just, like you're talking about with your cocoa powder, uh-huh. they'll just nose that. Oh, interesting. To compare. So we'll just have to bring the entire kitchen down here next time. Pretty much. I feel like I just learned a lot, but I'm also kind of pissed off because I'm still just smelling caramel apple. <laughs> so there's four alcohols on here. Which one would be like the, when everyone says they smell like it's very alcohol? Like if it's high proof. Probably like the ethyl, okay. I'm thinking. Five. It's very slow. I feel like when away. I open up this bottle, she'll be like, hello, I'm ethyl. <laughs> well, hello. There's the cold open. I don't try to force it. If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't... If this turns out to be chloroform and I pass out, I'm going to be so pissed. Are you, though? I'm sitting up far more than I thought I would be during the show, so I'm just moving this closer. That's fine. That's fine. i got to find a better position for me with this, because I'm always usually turned to you, and then I get that echoey... I don't smell a damn thing with this. Not a thing. With with the alcohol? Not with the ethyl alcohol. I thought it was going to punch me right in the kisser, and nothing. I could probably check some of the other ones. Uh, I know there's at least... Half a oh yeah, this is subtle. All right, so let's just go. It's it's one. Um, I'm just chewing right in the mic. Alcohols are five, six, and seven. So get six and seven out. Let's see. Let's see what those are. So this is this is primarily bourbon. This is bourbon forward also works for rise. Okay, they have kits out there that are specifically for world whiskeys and scotches, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're those... like four or five times bigger. Okay, so that just, was my question. Yeah. So like, if we were we wouldn't use this to like help us with like a scotch unless no. we were trying to find underlining. No. There's a couple of things you could use in there. You could use the right. malt. You right. could use the earthy. You could use like the grassy notes. There's enough in there that you could get by. But if you want to truly get into it for like a scotch, yeah. you're going to probably need a scotch forward kit. Okay. I so do. this particular one that you brought us is a bourbon whiskey slash yes. rye whiskey yes. kit. Cool. Yes. I do have a life hack for you. If you don't want to spend the money on two kits, buy this kit, then go to Target buy a sharpie pack and then you've got your scotch kit problem solved problem problem especially this for number be- 20 butyl butyl alcohol is that did i saying that right i'm not butyl? Mm-hmm. yeah this has a very black mercury to it i don't know what zach just got but he didn't like it which one are you doing proper proper it's proper number 12 <clears throat> ah! number six <laughs> it smells like have you ever, you know when you walk past the nail salon in the mall and you just kind of go, oh, that's what this is. Yeah, oh, that's straight up rubbing alcohol. Mm-hmm. Whenever people are like, whiskey tastes like rubbing alcohol. No, it <laughs> does not. That's why we take that part out of it before we drink it. Right. This is the shit that tastes like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> okay. Not so, that I drank it. Were there any other ones you wanted to try? Eh. Confirmed. Else? Caramel apple. <laughs> confirmed what we already knew we're mythbusters <clears throat> now so before we move on to what else you brought us okay um you had posted an announcement we had posted the, the same announcement because it's a joint thing but do you want to talk about the website 
Absolutely. Um, so hopefully most of the people in the group know by now, but uh, pittsburghwhiskeyfriends.org is our website address, and we are live. It is up and running. Um, everybody out there that's listening, please go to pittsburghwhiskeyfriends.org. And uh, we'll also announce at this time officially that those Dram Yinzers are in a partnership with the Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends, and you guys have your own landing page on our website. So we're very happy to be working with you guys. Oh, we're happy as well. We talked about it last last show about mm-hmm. how the website, we weren't sure where it was in, in the workings, but that's essentially what we're saying is we, we partnered with, with Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends. Um, Zach and I don't have the time or the resources to do our own website, so they right. were gracious enough to, since we were partnering with them anyway, um, to put all of the information we would want on a website. Hey, there it is. Um, on on theirs as well. So, and it's PittsburghWhiskeyFriends.org slash those dram users. I believe so. Yeah. Um, Zach can probably confirm that on his browser. Did you pull that up? Hell's yeah, player. <laughs> it's those hyphen dram hyphen users. So hyphen backslash. Dram. Okay. But if you go to PittsburghWhiskeyFriends.org, it's right, it's right at the, the top. top of the page. It's HTTP mm-hmm. dot dot slash slash. <laughs> so our, our section on that has um, the recent show. So this show should also be on there as well. Uh, it has a link to our Patreon, our – what was the other thing? Threadless. The Threadless page. And then um, you can access um, all of our social medias and Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends social medias at the bottom of the page. Yes. And that's a, like a constant – footer yes for there. and no matter what page you're on you can see both those yes things down there we're we're, we're excited to to have oh, that it's got um, all of our shows on here <laughs> oh you haven't seen it yet no what have you been doing i told you man i've been all over the place <laughs> i wish i had to go back through the thing and look at all the things stuff and things well there's a coral thing. here's the thing check it off your list this you is said, a cool thing it is a cool thing it's awesome <laughs> i did not think let's see wait, wait. i'm enjoying this thing very much so. Seven months in. It's a good in, thing. Thank you, Scott. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think You're seven welcome. months in that we would have partnered with the biggest uh, whiskey group in the Pittsburgh area in already. The bird. <laughs> four, one, so, two, it's four, a great, seven, two. Great we're, partnership. Very, we're, we're very humbled that you guys, you know, welcomed us into this. And, uh, you know, we have yep. not, I don't think there's been a show where we haven't given love to the group in, the, in general. So I, it's I nice to finally that. be yeah. an official I mean, we've always been a part of the group, but officially part of the group now. The, the official podcast of. Yeah. The Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> As I knock my uh, headphones out. <laughs> so I asked the group. Bourbon makes me burpy. I asked the group uh, if anyone wanted to ask Scott. That could be the show title. Bourbon makes me burpy. Bourbon makes me burpy. <laughs> Nosy um, bottles make me burpy. Nosy bottles make me burpy. That should, be a, that should be a baby onesie on the shop now. Nosy bottles make me burpy. Okay, so we have two questions. I asked the group if they had any questions for Scott, and two people stepped up. One being Bobby. Bobby of course. And he said, since you tend to like B.I.B. whiskey, so bottle and bond. Correct. Um, what whiskey that doesn't already have a bonded product would you like to see have one and why? And he said that the why can't – you can't just say because they don't have one as a why. <laughs> and that, that's, that's a fair – question and i actually thought about it at first then i almost i'll admit i was almost stupid with it i was going to say buffalo trace then i realized <laughs> oh wait a minute e.h taylor those are all bottle and bond uh-huh. Duh. Mm-hmm. then i thought okay maker's mark it's a long established brand mm-hmm. you know 
they're all about quality, you know, a handmade product. It's literally on the label. Mm -hmm. It's it's a match made in heaven. They should do a bottle and bond. Right, because currently they have the the regular, the flagship. They have the the private select. Yes. And they have 46. 46. Yes. Oh, am I thinking there's another one? Uh, Cast strength. Cast strength, right. Now, the 46, the only difference between the regular and 46 is they put staves Correct. in the barrel. Yes, at so the they have the finishing staves that they put in for approximately four to six weeks. Um, it used to be they can only do that in the winter time because they needed the temperatures to be colder for this finishing process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, a couple of years ago, they actually built what they call their bourbon cave, and they've essentially dug into a limestone hillside. Oh, wow. And they've built like a rick house that's inside of a cave. And it's probably and it a... keeps a, that perfect like Kentucky winter temperature year round. Oh, wow. So now they can do both the 46 mm-hmm. plus the private select and, all year. And all of those, do they have, are they any of them? I know they're not age stated, but do you know what their normal ages are? So they're not age stated, but um, kind of the unspoken truth is that they are around six years give or take so so they have the four-year at least four-year mark checked basically yes mm-hmm. so, so they absolutely could do all it they have is, to do is just not proof it down correct they'd, to have 90. To, they'd have to keep it at the 100 proof and they would also have to have federally bonded warehouse which basically just means they allow the the federal tax agents to come in and inspect the product every so often which they're there doing that anyway, mm-hmm. but this would be a specific warehouse that would be set aside for the bonded product. Oh, I didn't know that had to. Yeah. I knew that I knew the other things. I knew it had to be all the same uh, distillate season, yes. but right. I didn't know it had to actually be in a diff, in, a, in a specific warehouse yeah, for no, that. They have to keep it all in a specific warehouse because when the actual Bottle and Bond Act was originally written, they had federal agents that stayed at each distillery site, and that was like their job. They went there, they checked into the distillery every day, mm-hmm. and they were making sure that the distillers were doing their job properly. Gotcha. Because part of the reason for the Bottle and Bond Act was back in the day, you had people called rectifiers that what they were doing- Sounds unpleasant. Is, mm-hmm. It was a little unpleasant back then, I'm not going to lie. So they were taking essentially unaged whiskey, and they were just putting all these just gross additives in there to mm-hmm. make it look like aged whiskey. They would put tobacco juice in there. They would put rusty nails, you know, anything that they could think of to make it look like and taste like an aged product. But it was not something you'd want to drink. So then the government, uh, you know, through the kind of coercion of the distillers that were doing it their traditional way, they passed the Bottle and Bond Act, which is essentially the government's guarantee that that product is what it claims to be. So it's... Liquor's version of the FDA. Essentially, yes. Mm. Actually, um, bourbon and whiskey, um, a lot of the like food safety regulations that we have started with whiskey. Hmm. Thank you, whiskey. <laughs> Another reason to thank it. Another reason to love no it. No whiskey business here. <laughs> Dad jokes, got him. Okay. Any uh, any final notes to that? Are you ready for the next question? Nope. Uh, okay. Maker's Mark, I think that's the one that should be. Maker's Mark, take notes. How do you say Adam's last, na- last name? Uh, Ralph? Ralph. Yeah. Ralph. Okay. Yeah. So Ralph, but no L kind yeah, of basically. Ralph. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Adam asked, um, with secondary spiraling out of control, which mm-hmm. I agree with, will we see a bubble burst at some point or will someone 
come in and save us with reasonably priced and obtainable product to rip the floor out from the others. That was a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. <laughs> um, it's almost like a two-part question. Yeah. Um, so do you think – like do you think there's going to be a bust, a, a bubble bust at some point with this? I don't think so. I'm going to kind of steal Aaron's answer that he put in for that portion that I think the distillers have a good long memory at this point and they've learned from their past mistakes and they're going to try to do a better job of kind of forecasting as best as they can where the demand is at. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully not too much, hopefully not, you know, running out, but you know, trying to trying to find that sweet spot. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to do because basically these guys are making product not for tomorrow, not for next week, not for next year. They're making product for four years, six years, eight years, ten years yeah. down the road. So unless you have a crystal ball. So really everything that everyone likes right now, mm -hmm. they may not like that in ten years. Entirely possible. You know what I mean? They, so they might be making a product like, oh, yeah. okay, they really like – just because it's sitting next to us. They really like the standard Buffalo Trace. So we're just going to keep mm -hmm. making something like this. But then in 10 years, you may... Tastes could change. Tastes could absolutely change. But now mm -hmm. I'm going to, to address the other half of his question, mm -hmm. which was about somebody coming in and being the savior. Or will someone come in and save us with reasonably priced, reasonably priced and obtainable products to rip the floor out from the others? So it's unpopular opinion time. They're already here. Um, the secondary market is a problem for the one percenters you know us bourbon nerds that just absolutely love the stuff and we want to try to get mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. the average consumer can walk into any liquor store including fine wine and good spirits and get affordable really good quality products every day of the week as a matter of fact i'm looking on your bar right now and see a bottle of old granddad bottled and bond you could buy that at every single store in the oh, state yeah. It's a high quality, delicious product for I believe under twenty dollars. It's a, yeah, it's a it's on the bottom shelf. So, yeah. I, I agree with you as bourbon nerds, as, as people that actually know what's going on. We know what to look for. Mm -hmm. My issue with the secondary is, and again, if you do the secondary, that's fine. We got to do PC here anyway. Is that these there's people going out there and buying things for the sole purpose of flipping it, right? Which is, in my opinion, takes away from takes away from the rest of us that like mm -hmm. we can't get that right. You know, um, I've seen I've seen stuff on the secondary market of like specific like Knob Creek picks or something like that. Mm -hmm. The day they're released, right? Somebody has a crotch shot of them with the the bottle in the car, and they're already selling it, right? Like, what are you doing? Um, I mean, you could say the same thing for a lot of different industries. I mean, I think there was a point in time where People were paying other people to stand in line at the Apple store yes. to go get the latest yeah. iPhone, yep. and they may not have even been using it. They might have just been turning around and selling it themselves. Yeah. I mean, it happens with anything that becomes popular, mm -hmm. and it's kind of hard to avoid. Mm -hmm. But like I said, there are plenty of really good, high-quality products that are out there that you can get every day of the week. Mm -hmm. The people might not, as you said, they might old granddad bottom bond. bond. Mm -hmm. Anyone who's not knowing of what to look for right? right um i'm sure you run into the same thing when you have family members wanting to buy you whiskey but they just kind of go and they they either ask for help or they just kind of pick something based off of the marketing label or whatnot mm. when they may not know that like hey oh granddad is is a, a solid under 20 now it's not 
like this is never going to go on the secondary for like thousands of dollars. Right. It's a it's a good value mm-hmm. whiskey that a lot of people won't know. Right. So I agree with you on on that. That's not an unpopular opinion with me. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, Aaron was trying to steal a spotlight on Facebook. I asked whatever, who wants dude. To ask, whatever who, dude. Who wants to ask Scott questions? And Aaron had to answer both of them himself because he didn't already get you know he already got his spotlight with us. We love you know Aaron. What I mean? Aaron, don't Aaron, don't be selfish. See, now that we partnered with him, I can talk crap on him. Exactly. <laughs> now you can't get rid of us, Paul. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> You're stuck with this forever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, we only had two questions, so what else two. did you bring us? Well, I don't know what we want to call this. I don't want to steal Aaron's name because he had the box of fun. The box of fun. <laughs> well, that was, a, a again, same with the cold open. It's a uh, it's a, a, a natural. We never force anything, so I'm sure right. along the way. We'll... The smelly bottles of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the nosy bottles of the mystery. nosy bottles of mystery. There we go. So I do have a couple of different samples here for you guys, okay. and I will let you know there's no scrub oak in here. There's there's <laughs> oh, nothing. Oh, I still have some of that over no, here. No magic markers. I hope. I, I don't think there's anything in here like twenty two. I think it was so. Everything that I have in front of me here comes from the Commonwealth of Kentucky. So this is all Kentucky. It's all Kentucky something spirits. Spirits. Yes. Kentucky something. Okay. So I don't is know it the clear one. No, this is it. F was the uh, F. F. F was the the uh, smelly butt scooters. Stands for sweaty butt scooters. <laughs> Wait, can I smell F? Yeah, I'd actually like to smell F myself just yeah. to see what it's like. I'm like ninety percent sure it's F because there's not a lot taken out of that one. Sweaty butt scooters. At my uh, at the the bourbon and diapers party we had. Yeah, I had Alex, my our buddy yeah. Alex, yeah, try it. After he had had a couple, mm-hmm. so I like snuck it in there, and he was like, "What in the hell did you just get?" Me? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely got that plasticky, yeah, yeah, yeah. smoky note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I guess gym we, shorts. Whenever you guys are ready, we can yeah. start with A. Start with little bits because I don't want to repeat a twenty-two. <laughs> Ever since you know the first like oh two weeks of the advent calendar, I was so trusting. Oh, this isn't so bad. And that son of a bitch. Week three. Man. That's also because we did ten in a row that night. Yeah, that was a pretty fun night, though. 22 was when we did it with Rob, too. Because you and Rob were both pissing yourselves when I was over. Because we like it. We like the Ardbeg 22. I was was basically making out with a faucet in the kitchen. (laughs) Chomping on uh, some some hard pretzels. (laughs) Hopefully I took care of you guys better with this. We'll see. <laughs> that just makes me excited for the advent calendar next year. So I'm getting, now that we've tried that, a little bit of those, the, the browning spices, the baking spices on there. There's definitely that um, yeah, that aspect of it. My gut wanted to go, caramel apple. But then I smelled it again. And I was like, there's no caramel apple. Did you grab there's... the other glass by accident? Does anybody need a nosy bottle? No, I mean I'm getting the 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 baking spices primarily. I think I'm getting a little bit of the corn. Mm-hmm. Do you want to suggest a nosy bottle? 
Uh, a little bit of a little bit of uh, which one did I say smelled like Michaels? Uh, the 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 the, 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 the yep. that didn't help. Um, I already forget the brown. Sp- was it the baking spices the I said? Brown like? baking spices thing. Let me try cherry. I don't know which number that is. We're going to need the. Oh, uh, I got you. Hold on. Pour a little bit more in here. I think that's why I have to keep going back to the sample bottle to smell stuff. I, okay. I could be off on this one, but I know it's got a different kind of fruit note. Definitely, the cherry's definitely got that cough syrup. Yeah, there is a there is a fruity. It's a fruity sweetness to it, I but not the cherry. Not subtle. The the baking spices. Definitely are. Um, there's a couple other fruits in there. I know there's uh, apple, of course, and there's banana in the, the yeah, nosy glass. There's banana. Absolutely. Do you want to try the banana? Yeah. Yeah. Um, chart. Oh, sorry. I keep forgetting. I'm in charge of that. <laughs> Bananas in pajamas. Oh, uh, gosh, dude. <laughs> Number 19, please. <laughs> Hold on. I need a minute. <laughs> Is that even still on? I don't think so. I say, why are you making a face? If it's not on, your kids don't listen to it. No, but I successfully I went 20 years without having that song stuck in my head. You're welcome. I love you. So what John, you'll find with uh, the bananas in the nosy bottles is it's almost like an artificial, like a runts bananas. Oh, I'm getting that already without okay. even like lifting it up here. Oh, Un- unpopular. Oh, so this is definitely anything flavored banana. Yeah, it's not a specific banana. That's what this is. Unpopular opinion: banana flavored runs are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that them. opinion. No, mo- nine, nine out of ten people that I talk to, it's like, Ugh, banana, Ooh! and I'm just kind of like, "What are you talking it's, about?" It's, it's that's in this one. That's grape. Obviously, grape is the worst. The the banana is definitely in this one. It's subtle, but it's there. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate the smell, but. Oh, is that concentrated? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a banana sweetness mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's try it. Good Are bye. you getting any of that rye? No. There could be a little rye in there. I'm getting more of the corn. Definitely corn. I mean, I taste I guess, rye. I guess. I guess. I guess it would have to have corn. It is 51 percent corn. It's burnt. Well, maybe it is. It is. I'll oh, say okay. that. <laughs> is this I get a, a, Is this a rye-based bourbon? I believe so. There should be rise the flavoring grain. Yeah, I'm almost certain on that. Oh yeah, that's got like that rye bite. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh look, I did my that's homework. Subtle. I'm good. So I will give you the mash bill. It is 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% mar- malted barley. Wow. I thought I smelled a little bit of the ryeiness in there. Mm-hmm. It's a higher barley than I. Yeah. Did we smell barley? Maybe a little bit now because he said it. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, did we Did we get a nosy bottle yes, of barley? John we smelled it. I'm not sure if you did. You I might th- want to. Think it, which number and or letter? Uh, well, it'll be that? an M for yeah. malt. Don't think hard about that one. It's M. John, if I can overthink it, I will. <laughs> it could stand for maybe. You know, we don't know what it is. Can't spell analyze without anal. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the cold open. <laughs> Can we just title the show Anal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get a whole new... Got a lot of clicks. <laughs> what is this doing we'll get... in the food section of iTunes? Why are we getting all these new clicks? 
why did our downloads jump up by a thousand? <laughs> now sponsored by Pornhub. <laughs> we can cut that part out. <laughs> nope. No, it was just a joke. <laughs> That's staying in. No. We just, I have like four cold opens to pick from. This is going to be great. <laughs> no. Why can't we go back to nosy bottles? Nosy bottles, nosy bottles, <laughs> bananas in pajamas. <laughs> Only on this show can we go from Parley to Pornhub to bananas and pajamas. That's why I love us. I enjoy it. Uh, I no, whatever this is, I like finish. it. No, but the hug is a little bit longer. It's there. Yeah. I don't know if the hug doesn't linger, but the hug is strong when it's there. Mm-hmm. If you are a non-bourbon drinker and you were to drink this, you'd go. <laughs> Do you want any more information revealed or you still want to talk about it? No, we can well, It looks like it. we got seven more to get through. So yeah, we so we should reveal this. this. Okay. So this is the Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Ooh. Really quick, John. See. What's your rating? Oh, that's a hash. That's a hash. <laughs> Good luck finding it. Right. Freaking of course. Is that discontinued now? Yes. Yes. Unfortunately. Yes, I did. Why don't you just give me something? I'm going to just take it away. <laughs> so, okay, so that makes, so so all the, the non-overpowering notes, whether it be nosy notes, tasty notes, the, the, the not crazy finisher or big giant hug makes sense when you say that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's I put it along the lines of the, the, the wonderful one now, rare, but yeah. value bourbons. Yep. So you're gonna rate? Oh, we both. So that's a house. Oh yeah, right. That's a house. Except (laughs) I can't apparently get it from my house. It's still at my house. (laughs) All right, so it's Scott's house. You guys ready for B? Do it, sir. Thank you, sir. I love these episodes. Me too. (laughs) Straight up cherry on this one. Cherry, cherry. I'm not there yet. Hold on. I can see cherry. It's got that kind of like sweet medicinal smell. That reminds me a lot of like Vicks, or no, that's a vapor rub. Shouldn't be eating that. Um, like Ooh. Nyquil. It's got that that artificial cherry. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. John would like the cherry nosy bottle. John, what number for the nosy bottle of the cherry? Eighteen. Didn't we already have that out? You did. We I did. You might want to just double check it. No, I'm I'm You're fairly good? confident. I don't know if Zach wants it, but I'm confident. In no, that. I'm good. Yeah. That's straight up cough syrup. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way. I'm not saying I dislike the smell. No. It's, just, it's got that kind of medicinal quality, mm-hmm. sweet medicinal quality to it. It's real sweet on the front. Yeah, kind of bitter on the finish, though. Is this a rye? Uh, there's rye in it, but it's not a rye. Is it a rye-heavy bourbon, then? I will give you the mash bill. Give me one Because it's got a bitter finish. I don't really get that. Okay, no? so, but, so again, the mash bill okay. on B... Is seventy five percent corn, thirteen percent rye, and twelve percent malted barley. So the exact same. It's so crazy how it's like exactly the same mash bill, but it doesn't. But the flavor the profile is so freaking different. It's a lower proof than what you just had. Really? Do you want another proof? Yeah. Uh wait. You're gonna, Let's oh, try to guess it. Okay. Uh, I like this. Well, game. I mean, if the last one was a bottle of bond, we know it's less than a hundred proof. Right. Correct. <laughs> It is a little less flavorful. 92. Wow. Uh, lower. 
85. That's me, my original guess. Just a little bit higher. 87. A little lower. 86. <laughs> Nailed it. First try. <laughs> First try. That's close First enough. First try. <laughs> so it's 86.8 proof. Ooh. Okay. All right. So almost first try. Do you want to know the age? Hmm. It's not It's not bad. Honestly, the more I'm drinking it, the, 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 oddly enough, the more I drink this one, the less flavorful it becomes because I've, like, I've, my palate adjusted to this so quickly. Mm-hmm. It's definitely milder. So with like it only being zero hug, with it only whatsoever. being no, see, I do get a little bit when you take a bigger swig. But if it's only, what do we say, eighty six, eighty six point eight, yeah, eighty six point eight proof. But it's got something there that tells me it's young. So I'm going to say it's less than four. Zach, like novice amongst novices, I'm probably completely wrong, but I'm just saying. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you take your guess and you go with it. You speak with such confidence, John. I believe you. I'm going to say that, it, yeah, there's a bite to it and everything, but it still was really smooth to me. So I'm going to say six. That's your final answers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready? Yep. Yeah. It's aged 17 years. Holy Fudge. monkey. <laughs> Do you want to know what it is? Yeah, absolutely. Now. So this is the Wild Turkey Master's Keep, the original Master's Keep. Really? Yep. When? Okay, you say original. What year would that? So be? Uh, that probably came out in like around twenty fourteen to twenty fifteen. Okay, somewhere in that range, I believe. So I had last year's. Yeah. So this was like the first Master's Keep. Hmm. They started yeah. distilling this when I was in freaking high school. So we suck at aging. Yeah. <laughs> So we're uh, learning, wow. John. Well, four seven—that's that's crazy. Good. Little fun fact about Master's Keep: um, because he wanted Eddie Russell wanted to age it longer. Yeah, he had to use brick warehouses because the temperature is more controlled. Mm-hmm. But Wild Turkey does not have those. Mm. But they are within driving distance of at the time was Old Taylor and now Castle and Key. Mm-hmm. So they actually aged the Master's Keep at the Castle and Key. That really big warehouse that they yeah. talk about. Oh, was interesting. In there. That was good. I'm going to say downtown on that one. Not that I didn't to, like it. I was about to say downtown. It's fair. But I know how hard it is to get it. I, I, I'm going with downtown. Not be, not just because it's crazy hard to get it. Because I just gave a house to one that's apparently going to be impossible for me to get from now on. So I'm quietly <laughs> mourning over here. <laughs> um, but because for a bourbon that was 14 years old. 17. 17 years mm-hmm. old. What I said. Um, Close enough. 17 years old. Um, I was hoping for just a little bit more. Like, it was crazy smooth. Mm-hmm. That was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just would have liked a slightly more robust flavor profile. For 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just a little bit on the, like, kind of closer to water for me. It mm-hmm. comes to a mm-hmm. bourbon. Cool. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. You ready for C? Always. Here you go, sir. Thank you. I like the color on this one. That looks darker than the other two. It's a pretty color. Oh, that's definitely darker. I'm excited for this one. Are you getting that spice? Mm-hmm. A little bit. 
I think that's what I'm primarily getting is that spice. I could, yeah. I could see that. Is there a... Zach, pull up 27 for me. And 27 is... Not net. Okay. Yeah, net. <laughs> okay, maybe not. There's like a thick... It's not an overpowering sweetness, but the sweetness that's there is almost like a kind of, kind of like a heavy sweetness, a thick sweetness. I don't know, but it's not like the syrupy cherry. I get a lot of the, the spices, but I'm getting a lot of the alcohol. Is there another nosy bottle you want to try? Uh, I don't. Can I don't. I, can I see the list? Yeah. What are you thinking? There's a lot of silence in there. What are you thinking? Deep thoughts. I'm diving in. There's a dryness to this. Mm-hmm. I really freaking like that. There is a... I get that brown spice. I do. But I get that on the on the palate, too. Ooh, There's like that a... hug comes like way at the end. Like It doesn't start... You know how we talked about the hug going the whole way down? Mm-hmm. This one started in the middle. That was interesting. Cause it was like you thought you were done, and all of a sudden, boom. Here it is. Do you want any uh, information yet, or are you still thinking? Mm. Is, is there butter... Is there butter in the whiskey? No, but I mean in the in the profile. <laughs> there could be. Because there is kind of a creaminess. There is a butter in the nosy bottles if you want to check. Thirty. What's the mash? Okay, the mash bill for this is seventy two percent corn, eighteen percent rye, and ten percent malted barley. And That's a rye ma a rye bourbon? Mm-hmm. And it will also reveal to you that this is a twice-barreled product. So that's probably where some of your dryness uh, yeah. is coming from. Oh, it just tastes, smells like... Yeah, I want to see that. Smells like straight-up butter. <laughs> if you took it out of the microwave. Liquid butter. It's movie theater popcorn. It, no, for real. Like My first thought was buttered oh, mashed potatoes. Oh. Now, now we got to go to the theater. Because now know. I want this. I know. Now, some people will call that a flaw in a whiskey. But really? there's other people that just absolutely love to have that... Kind of like butter dairy note. I'm not getting butter, but there is a creaminess on the palate. Like it's, okay. it feels like a thicker mm-hmm. bourbon to me. Definitely like oily, but all, it's oily but dry. It's very strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I find twice, that so twice, twice barreled. barreled. Does that mean to like? American oak barrels? Correct. Okay, so it's not like yeah. not so, like a regular barrel and like a sherry barrel. No, no, no. Okay. So in this case, two brand new charred oak barrels. After it finishes aging in the first one, they it goes into the second one. Interesting. Before is, we reveal what it is, what what do you rate it? I was going to give the proof, my guess on the proof. Oh, okay. I'm going to say Please. 105. 97. Zach is closer. It's 93. Oh, shoot. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Well, then that's that rye coming out. The, the What I thought was the alcohol. Then You're getting the spice from the rye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will forever compare proofs to the stolen wolf. The 115? <laughs> yeah. Because that was a delicious punch in the throat. That is very deceiving. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, I, mean, I said 105 because this tastes and finishes like an over 100 proof. It is strong. So I think that's a combination of the rye spice and that second barrel. The second barrel. You're just getting that little extra heat from both of them. Wow, that's a really dry finish. Does does your stats say how long it was barreled in each? 
Um, unfortunately, no, because this is a no age statement product. Mm. Okay, so it's at least is there a, um, four years. Is there mm-hmm. so when they twice barrel it, do they have to give the age? If they do give an age statement, do they have to give the age statement of the first one only? I believe so. Um, I'm not 100 because certain it switches barrels. I, I think it's the grand total aging time. Okay, and then it's whatever the youngest barrel in the mix is from there. Okay, so this but, is a, this is a blend. Then. Yes, but in this case, they're choosing to not state the age. I'm trying to think of the twice barreled. Yeah, you got me. I like it. What What do you give it? Uh, I like it. Like it's kind of colder out right now you know yeah what I mean? it's good for this is a weather. good this is not like a winter one like we've talked no, before like but more fall. of like a fall yeah. yeah i enjoy this i would give this a house i'd give this a house this would be a very selective house for me um like you said slightly colder not like the the 20 below we had two months ago right but like you know end of october beginning of November, autumn good mm-hmm. autumn bourbon crisp like the outside mm-hmm. all right what do you got so this is the 1910 Old Forester Old Fine Whiskey. So is 1910 this, normally double barreled? This the 1910 is. Okay. So this is the final uh, product in the line of the Whiskey Rose series. Okay. And each one of them has a story behind it. Right. And this one in particular, I'll just give you a little blurb that they have. So 1910 Old Fine Whiskey represents a specific point in Old Forester's history. In October 1910, a fire caused the bottling line to be shut down for an indefinite period of time. Complicating matters, there was a vat of mature whiskey waiting to be bottled. Otherwise facing ruin, this whiskey was instead stored in new charred oak containers to rest until the line could be repaired. So basically, they're recreating what they had to do on the fly back in 1910 to save their product from basically going to rot. Hmm. So they just put it into a brand new barrel, let it sit called in Joe the mechanic and he fixed the line and then once everything was back up and running, dump out the barrels and they had a delicious product. Now I the didn't next know that thing about you're gonna tell me is that this has been discontinued and I can't no. buy it anymore. No, you this can one get, is okay. you can get nineteen yes. You can get nineteen ten in PA pretty yes, regularly. I, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well we we uh-huh. did last show we did Old Forester nineteen twenty. Yes. Okay. And that one That's we right. said was special order. Yeah. But the yes. nineteen ten is, is yeah, available. For whatever weird right. reason twenty you have to special order the other ones in the series you can get pretty easily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder why that That's is. That's pretty good. People, you know what would be really interesting? Have you ever done, Scott, have you ever done a comparison of the 1920-1910? Like um, a side-by-side? One time, yes. So A lot of people are doing that yeah. more recently. From what I, I remember, we should do a the, show that. the 1910 was good, but the 20 just edged it out. And I think it was a proof thing for I me. said this was a Haas, but I still would go with the 1920. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just edges it out mm-hmm. just a little bit for me. I agree with that. Uh, going, you know, two weeks in or a week or so in between of doing the 1920, but right. from memory. Yep. You know. Well, I will leave this one with you guys, and you can cool. compare it later. Cool. Ready for D? Absolutely. Well, that is sweet. Mm-hmm. This is one we're going to definitely want to pull out some of your nosy bottles to try to pull out some different notes. A little bit of banana? Possibly. I almost get a bubble gum. Okay. Weirdly enough. There's, oh, there's, there is your honey crisp Granny Smith apple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in like the produce section of uh, Shop and Save right now. <laughs> 
I'm getting like a um a variety of fruity notes with this. It's not what's I'm saying. I I, ha- I what did I originally say? Bubble gum. Yeah. Bubble gum. Mm-hmm. But there, there's a bubble gum to it. There's a definitely that like Honeycrisp Granny Smith apple, like a little bit more of a tart style apple in there. Oh, that's good. It's got a great nose. It really does. It's oh, such a smooth nose. Mm-hmm. And I am picking up a little bit of that bubblegum sweetness. Mm-hmm. But not in a, I mean, it sounds like, like you think like double bubble. And right. it's like, okay. it's not that. Mm-mm. It's it's like if you took a small piece of that, just enough for the sweetness, and, and, mm-hmm. and added it to like, I don't know, the zebra stripe fruity bubblegum. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to stick the with one, the gum analogy. <laughs> zebra stripe. <laughs> The what? Two chews and it's paper. <laughs> I was gonna make a sex joke, but now go on. It's faster than a kid on prom night. I don't. Know. <laughs> and there it is. Between that and the anal, we're gonna have to throw the e on this episode, <laughs> buddy. I already told you, I put the e on the entire show. That's probably for the best. <laughs> you know, my dad started listening to the show. How's that working out for you? So far, so good. I don't think he's gotten this far yet. Well, of course he hasn't gotten this far yet. We're recording this right now. No, but I mean, there have been other episodes. He has a time machine. <laughs> Your dad's actually listening in right now. Yeah. She's shaking his head. Oh, my boy. <laughs> Aaron's dialing up. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> we are a family-friendly establishment. Not anymore, Jamas. No not anymore. <laughs> you partnered with us. Oh, gosh. <laughs> right, and this is try. us only three deep. Sorry, 4D, but I guess we did have the Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. And this has only been like tasting servings. So you guys want any stats? Not yet. Still thinking? Oh, there's rye in that one. Absolutely, there's rye in that one. A little bit of the dryness in the end again. But sweet all the way through. Bit. Let's see, I don't get... Ooh. There's the hug. Right down. I, got a sweet I don't all get the way sweet through. at the beginning. The rye really stuck out. Yeah. Would you pass me the flavor chart, please, yes, sir. for the nosy bottles? Thank you. Uh, Stave and Thief should re- rename this the nosy bottle kit. <laughs> Man, we got all and kinds give us of rights. ideas for tonight. The nosy bottle kit, bottled and bond maker's mark. Mm-hmm. You know, this has been the episode of Brain Children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if Maker's Mark comes out with a bottle and bond. <laughs> At the we very least, Scott should see some commission off of that. Absolutely. If they really want to be Absolutely. cool, maybe mm-hmm. all three mm-hmm. of us can see some commission off of that. <laughs> oh, that was... Okay. So, I do need to pull that up because we have been lacking on the... Patreon? Patreon, like, um, things. So, Scott, before you leave, remind me I'm going to give you stickers. Okay. Because Scott is on our Patreon page. But Scott, one of thank the, you. One You're of the welcome. benefits... That you're supposed to get is uh, shout outs. Shout outs. Shout out. So let I me pull this up real quick. You guys. All right. So name shout out. So we obviously have Scott. Scott. on it. So Scott, you get your, there's your name. Hello. Shout out. <laughs> Aaron. Aaron. Our, our good buddy, Aaron. Our buddy, Sean Windsor, who Sean you guys have Windsor. heard. You've heard on here before. He sat in for Zach for the advent calendar that one time. Thank you, Sean. And our good buddy, Dustin Whitaker. Dustin. Dustin, I think I said your last name right, so I apologize, buddy. We talk so much, and I, I don't know. You, you probably can't pronounce my last name, so it's okay. Uh, but those Dustin are Dustin, our... maybe Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> so part of the the uh, thing, uh, part of the benefits was was a a, a show shout out. So I'm going to mark those complete right now. Yeah. So Yin's got it. So move on. 
Just kidding. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> Would you like me to do a Patreon commercial? Hello, Pittsburgh Whiskey friends. For just a low, low price of $10 or less a month, you too can help out these two fine young gentlemen in their endeavor to taste all the whiskey all the time. Won't you help? Thank you. I feel like all the whiskey all the time is another t-shirt. We've gotten so many t-shirts out of this show. Also, I appreciate that in spite of everything we've said this episode, you referred to us as gentlemen. <laughs> exactly that too. This is why we partnered with them, bro. This is why we work with them. We're all, we're all friends here. Just over here with our minds in the gutter and we got Scott to bring us out. <laughs> I try. So do you guys want any stats on D? Yeah. Give me the... the... Go ahead. What are you going to say? Go ahead, Zach. Maybe it's just the pretzel. But is there a slight nutty note to this? Uh, there could be. Like, possibly. Not like a nut nut. Like a hazelnut kind of. Note. Potentially. What you taste is what you taste. John, I'm fine. Stop laughing at me. <laughs> is it salty? <laughs> These nuts... <laughs> Got him. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. This show's going downhill. So if they could just change that bottle to D's Nuts, that would be great. We're only halfway, guys. D's Nuts nosy bottles. Wait, no. Isn't that a beer? There is uh, no, Dad's Nuts. Got? Dad's Nuts. That's yeah, what I don't want to think about that. Man. How do you think you became... Shut up. <laughs> I was brought by a stork. I'm one of God's little miracles. I don't know if you watch the show Psych, but... To reference the show Psych, my name is Immaculate Conception. <laughs> now, the Dad's Nuts, that's a partnership with Fury? Uh, Fury Brewing and Dad's Hat Rye. Dad's Hat. So they're finishing one of their... Yes. So they got fresh dumped uh, Dad's Hat Rye barrels, and then they put, in the case of this particular beer, they put their Nuts of Fury mm-hmm. brown ale in there and aged it for mm, probably about four months, somewhere yeah. around there. I really thought you were just going to say they put their nuts in there. You never know. <laughs> I was just about to be like, well, that's a beer I'm never drinking. <laughs> Stats of any sort? <laughs> we better. <laughs> How about I just give you something? So the mash bill is 65% corn, 30% rye, so this is a higher rye, mm-hmm. and 5% malted barley. The proof. Do you want another proof? Okay, let's guess the proof. Okay, guess the proof. 110. Okay. 100. John wins on this one. 111.6. Woo! I'll drink to that. Uh, yeah. And this is aged at least four years. Okay. Did you, I'm sorry, did you, I was looking, mm-hmm. the next thing I wanted to bring up, did you, did you say the mash bill? The mash bill is 65% corn, 30% rye, and 5% malted barley. Hmm. So this is, that's where that spice, that yep. definitely rye spice this is. This is a high there. rye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready for the reveal? Um, what do you say? Haas. Did I say downtown? I like it. Okay. okay, I did. I did enjoy it, but the the rye is very prevalent. Much a little bit you. too prevalent for me, which is interesting to me because normally I'm the little rye. I baby. know. I know. Oh my goodness, so the rye, rye baby. baby. Oh my rye God. baby. <laughs> Listen, we are copywriting all this shit. Don't you dare take. It. Don't touch it. <laughs> don't, don't even look at. It. Listen, my... internet. Do not steal our ideas. <laughs> we are two fathers trying to make a living. Don't you shit on this. <laughs> Good thing I already did the commercial and talked about the gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> we threw gentleman out the window as soon as we freaking started. 
I'm not even going to okay. revisit Go some of the things. So, so this one is very special to the group. This is the New Riff Single Barrel Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends Selection. This is the very first barrel that uh, Aaron and Alex selected last year. That's right when I... Uh, it's. Uh, yeah, it was mm-hmm. in the fall, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Because it was yep. right when we all we joined and we yep. started doing the show. Because I remember, because I didn't know enough about New Riff to jump on. I don't buying know what New Riff is. It, it's a distillery. Yeah, so it's a distillery in Kentucky. It's as close to being almost in Ohio without without being in Ohio. Okay. It's basically so right it's on like the river. In the river. Well, almost. It's right yeah. on the river across from Cincinnati, okay. but it's in yeah. Kentucky. Wait, is it in Florence? I believe so. It's pretty close to Florence. Oh, shit. Yeah. But my aunt lives in Florence. Like, How do we make this Kentucky bourbon? Let's just go across the river. <laughs> no, my aunt lives in Florence. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's now, correct me if I'm there. wrong. New Riff was OKI? Yes, correct. And OKI was sourced yes. by MGP. MGP, correct. Yes, I know things. <laughs> well done, John. Well done. <laughs> so we actually have specific tasting notes that the boys put together on this one. And so... I'm sure Bobby did a fantastic job with <laughs> well, it. In this case, it was actually uh, Alex and Aaron and the guys from Cleveland that we work with. Mm-hmm. So we've got sharp orange zest and a bit of peppercorn, which is what I think you're okay. picking up on, yep. John. Absolutely. Uh, infused honey on the nose with bright citrus and spicy rye flavors, finishing into a hint of plum. And I think hmm. plum might have been that fruit that you were trying to find with your gum. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Because there was a because plum is like one of those more like syrupy sweet mm-hmm. fruits, mm-hmm. which is what I was mm-hmm. getting from that. Gosh, after hearing that, I'm like, you know, we're we're, we're a few bourbons in, and I'm kind of like, oh, I'm what? starting to pick up on nose stuff, and then there was like <laughs> nose stuff, eight things. Let me gosh, my, my nose doesn't bottle. know garbage. <laughs> All right, what do you got next for us? E. This is the halfway yeah. point, guys. Hang in there. Hmm. This one has the the least amount of nosy notes to me compared for the of of everything we've had so far. I want to make. I want to take a minute to say thank you to Scott and John for jumping on the nosy bandwagon and like really just leaning into that and making me feel like <laughs> less of a fool for it. So thank you guys. Oh, that was the other thing. Just go ahead and sniff this a little bit more. This is something else I wanted to talk about. So a friend, of, another friend of the show, Travis Gantz, who is a resident of Texas and is also part of the, I'm going to say Texas whiskey consortium, 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 consortium. I, I teach math, not English. So uh, a, a a member of the group and a very good friend of his was in a very bad motocross ex- accident. And I told Travis that I would bring this up um, during the show. And then we'll also post the link on mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends yes. um, page. But he is running a raffle right now. It's $10 each. And on the you'll see the – I'll post the original post to it. Or somehow I'll copy and paste, however I have to do it. Yep. And it's run through GoFundMe. So you buy at $10 increments, however many tickets you want. And then you upload a picture of uh, your receipt to the comment section. But right now, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 whiskeys that you could win. So that's the raffle. You're buying a raffle ticket. And it's $10 each to get one of these different whiskeys. And actually added today is an empty bourbon barrel. Nice. A full empty bourbon barrel. But, okay, that didn't make sense. Like, brand a new, empty. Yes, a complete barrel. Thank you. Full size. Full size. Um, so, right now on here is a Weller 12, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, Blood Oath, hmm. Elijah Craig Barrel Select, one of the grenades. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Wathen Single Barrel, a, a pick. It's the Bearded Dream Volume 2, which okay. actually I have here. I have a bottle of that here. It's fantastic. That's a pick out of Nash, out of Franklin, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, Buffalo Trace, uh, Pinky Single Barrel Pick. Stag Junior Batch 8, Spring 2017. Single Oak Project. Boone County 12. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I said these aren't all... Um, that's the end of the whiskeys. I'm sorry. These last couple ones is Glencairn glasses that are mm-hmm. uh, custom etched by Travis's wife. Rocks glasses, again, custom etched uh, too. And then uh, 2018 BTAC sample pack, two ounces of De- uh, William Reller, uh, George T. Stagg, and um, Thomas H. Handy. And then obviously the the So it's, I mean, for 10 bucks, mm-hmm. like a chance to, to get one of those, that's, or possibly even, I don't know how if he can let people pick um, a couple times, but. Um, I think it's a very good cause. This, 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 we're not just you know helping support somebody's medical bills. This, this gentleman um, is the the breadwinner of the family. He's um, his wife is a stay at home mom, and they have they have two kids, younger kids, um, looking around the same age as, as what you have, Zach. Okay. So the raffle will be open until May seventeenth. Which, if I get this out soon, you may have a day. If not, I apologize. I'm going to make the post soon, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully tomorrow. Um, so if you're hearing this, if I don't get this out in the next couple of days, you may only have like a day to try this, but it's open until Friday, May 17th. And then he's going to choose um, people to to win these different ones. I think it's for good guys. The, the, the gentleman who got hurt is a big whiskey fan as well. Mm-hmm. This is a fellow whiskey group from a different state. Mm-hmm. And as we've you have said, and I, I guess I can say we because we're part of you guys mm-hmm. as well, is um, whiskey is better with friends. Yes. And we help friends. Absolutely. Yeah. So, no matter where um, they come from. Yeah. So I think this is a good cause. But I just wanted to, to interject that because I told yep. Travis. Oh, I, absolutely. I I mean, would there's, there's, there's a chance to win something fun. Yeah. But there's, but there's mm-hmm. a guarantee to do something good. Yes, exactly. Fantastic. Well put. Uh, we'll post it to the website yes. tonight. So okay, perfect. Um, so guys, since we know that this is going to be getting out um, – close to the deadline for this raffle and you know being dads ourselves you know we we understand and can appreciate just how important it is Mm -hmm. to make sure your family's taken care of Mm -hmm. and um you know i cannot begin to imagine um how scared i would be as a dad if my ability to kind of care for my kids Mm -hmm. was taken away from me Mm -hmm. um however temporarily Mm -hmm. um so in the spirit of giving and in the spirit of uh, whiskey being better with friends mm-hmm. and 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 bringing people across state lines together mm-hmm. for every new member who signs up for our patreon page in whatever june, level yeah. whatever level in june that first payment we receive yeah. mm-hmm. from your membership mm-hmm. will go towards this family and their medical bills mm-hmm. yeah nice all righty um so we're on e. e right now okay do we, you give us Remind me because we took a break. Did you give us any stats on that one? Yet? I did not. Okay, hold on. Let me try it again. Let's let's refresh. I did take a sip. It was dupe. I don't know if dupe is a tasting note though. <laughs> wow, there's definitely the the Michaels is is there on the nose for sure, and the, there's a definite spice and heat to that. On um, this is a Christmas whiskey. Absolutely. I mean, I really like it, but wow, that mm. hug is. I wouldn't have too much of this. Yeah, this would be like a very small pour for me. That's a sip in whiskey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the interesting thing on this one is I technically have no stats. Because they don't release it. There's did only... you just give me something and take it away again? I did. Sorry. Damn it. Wait, is this an infinity bottle? 
No, it is not. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is a single barrel. Okay. I can tell you this much. The barrel was dumped on Wednesday, April 18th, 2018. It, I know that it is a bourbon. It might be a higher rye mash bill. It might be a lower rye. I do not have that information. I'll be perfectly honest. Well, this is definitely a higher proof. Yeah. You have at least a proof, right? You have to tell them that. Um, it's definitely higher proof. What the exact proof is, I can't say for sure, other than the fact that it is barrel strength. So we're looking at 115 to 120. I was going to say 115. Yeah, this is a high. This is definitely high. And but I, it's, it's a higher proof, but it's not crazy high. No. It like it's just, not unbearable. Well, the flavor is so pleasing and so sweet mm-hmm. that the intensity of the hug and the burn is really After part you get of through the that charm. initial sip. Yeah. It's very mellow. Yeah. It's so, not mellow in a bad way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I know it's barrel strength because I physically watched it being poured out of the barrel. All right, give it to me. Wow, that's good. Okay, so this is an interesting one. Um, I refer to this as the Barton Mystery Barrel. So um, the 1792 uh, Barton Distillery, the one that's been having all the problems lately. The, with the warehouse the, collapse. <laughs> half the cla- collapse, the collapse and months later they the spill half. and all that. Yeah. So they have a tour and it's actually like a limited tour. They only allow like five people on at a time. Mm. And Michelle and I took it last year. And part of the tour, when you sign up, they give you a water bottle. And there's a water cooler there. You can get some water if you want. And when you get to the uh, the Rick houses, they say, you know, you probably want to finish that water. Just get rid of it. So I unscrewed my bottle. I went throughout the water. I said, all right, let's go. What are we doing? <laughs> so we get in there. And they take the bottle off of you, and they take it to the dump line, and they literally fill up the water bottle with bourbon. Don't know what bourbon. It's something from Barton. So we're just going to start making our way through Barton until we find this one, because <laughs> yeah. that was freaking good. Wow. But that's, that's so cool. I mean, it is, is a true cool. single barrel, because mm-hmm. it came from one barrel, mm-hmm. and there was only... Two small bottles that got filled of it, and mm-hmm. the rest probably got blended into a batch of some sort. No! Wow. <laughs> Barton, if you're listening, I don't know what we just had, but damn. Yeah, so if you, if you take their estate tour, which is free, by the way, hmm. they, uh, they ride you around on a golf cart for two hours. They show you the whole facility, and we've done this twice now since then. And each time, it's you go to the, the barrel house, and they fill it up. Do you have to get reservations ahead yes. of time for this? So this okay. one you have to call for reservations because it's a limited door. This could be a great one, your birthday present to us. Riding around mm-hmm. on the golf cart. Mm-hmm. For two hours <laughs> drinking this stuff. Yep. <laughs> In October, this would be a fantastic October whiskey. That's totally barrel proof. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't want to finish it right now. I just kind of want to, like I almost want to savor it the There's whole way home if I wouldn't get arrested. Well, yeah, let's not do that. That's not. <laughs> guys, ready for the next one? Yeah, let's keep going. Okay. This is F. This F better not treat us like Aaron's F. <sighs> I don't think it will. Sorry. That that barrel proof, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good, but wow. So I, I'm assuming we're both a house on that. Yeah. You have to come to my house to get it, and there's not much <laughs> left. Scott's house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're a house on the, what was the tour called? So it's the uh, 1792 estate tour at Barton Distillery. It's a house on that tour. Their house tour. Their house mm-hmm. tour. 
Ooh, there's a sweet like sweetness a, to like that. A, but almost like there's sweetness, but there's a paint thinner. Which is probably one of those crazy alcohols. <laughs> That's what you like to get in your drink, paint thinner. Well, there's just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that, no, I get what you're saying. Like Sorry, I don't based, mean to be a jag right now. <laughs> Oil-based paint, paint, like something like yeah, that, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Okay. Straight up. No, I got it that time. It mm-hmm. reminded me of art class in high school. Yeah, but I don't hate it. Okay. It's like fond memories for me. Yeah, but see, you are an artist, and I grew up, my dad painted houses for a living. Fair. So, maybe that's why. Some people find this one to be a little bit oaky. But no, what number I is get oak? That. 15. So, I'll, I'll I'll be honest, I get the oak out of the sample bottle more than the Glencairn. I can get the oak. It's subtle. I can get it. It's the oak mixed with one of the alcohols is what yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, that, that paint thinner. Yeah. What was the one that smelled like the nail polish place? The butt one or the poly one? I think the poly. I think the poly. Yes. Mm-hmm. The poly ethyl alcohol. Ethyl. Try six. number six. right. Yes. And then if you also want to get yes. nail parlor, parlor, you could try number two. That's the acetone. That'd be your, your polish removal. Ooh. I'm getting the poly mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the oak mm-hmm. Okay. for this. Plus this natural sweetness of like corn, etc. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I could definitely see you getting the corn based off of the mash bill. Do you guys want to know that? Or do you want to guess at the mash bill? Oh, I'm not going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to be way wrong, but I'm going to try. But you tried. I don't think it's a high malt. No, I don't I think, think it's a high malt. I don't think it's a high rye. I think it's, it's rye. Just, I think it's rye in there. He's rye. Is it not, not wheat? You think it's rye? I don't know. I could see Scott throwing us for a loop. He's given us everything with rye in it up to this point, minus no. the Barton thing. But yeah. 75% corn. No. 80% corn. Mm-hmm. 15% rye, 5% malt. You guys are pretty close on the corn and the barley. So 86% corn, 6% rye, and 8% malted barley. All right. So you're right. It wasn't not a not a there wasn't this rye hint there. Yeah. But it's not overpowering. Right. And the, the malt is, is a little lower. Mm-hmm. So this is a lower proof. Is it? Yes. Well, everything's lower than the freaking barrel proof you just gave. Eighty-five <laughs> percent, uh, a little higher. Eighty-seven, ninety-five, a little lower. Pretty darn, pretty darn close. Ninety-one. Okay. Now, do you want to play the age game? No, because it sucked at every one of them. It's too <laughs> smooth. Well, friggin', I'm going to say this. I'm going to sound like an idiot. And you're going to be like, one year old. Um, <laughs> it's It tastes too smooth to be young. That's a good statement. Um, but it's darker like the rest of them. Like D and, and C. 12 years. I'm going to say 10. Really? 15. Higher. 20. Higher. Did Holy you bring Pappy? Crap. No. Oh. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> if you brought Pappy, I would poop my pants. That's like, <laughs> like on the show, you would just hear, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. John, I need you to go home right now. <laughs> There's a bathroom right behind you. Yes, but do you have underwear in there for me? <laughs> You're just going to have to come into it, home. Huh? Caution, jeans. These are skinny fit, man. <laughs> wow. 23 years. Higher. 
30. Too high. Okay. <laughs> just that I go full what hog. What the hell is 25? 25. Correct. 25 what the years. hell else is 25 besides... No, Pappy's not 20. Pappy goes to 23. Pappy goes higher than that, too, doesn't he? No. I thought Pappy was like 30. Okay, give it to me, because I don't know the higher. Uh, wait, wait, wait. It's just 25. We have reviews it's for a, it on the website. It's a bourbon. You have so many reviews. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's test and see if Zach can do the website. You want me to just reveal? Yeah. Is it Knob Creek? No. Knob Creek doesn't go to high. So this is Orphan Barrel Rhetoric, 25-year-old. Well, that is just a delight. <laughs> Can I ask how much does a barrel go for? Or sorry, not a barrel, a bottle. 150. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> no, wait, is this the highest of the rhetoric? I forget. This is the highest one yeah. of the rhetoric. Unless Ooh. they come out with a 26 next year, but they they claim they're capping it at 25. Because what are they? It started at 20 and it just counted up. Yeah, okay. so they went 2021, 20, so on and so forth. Son of a... Please join our Patreon page so that we can get a <laughs> bottle of this for the show. So and maybe a bottle for each of our Can you homes. get that here? Yes. You can really? actually get this at the Waterworks Fine Wine and Good Spirits. That's where I found it. Water, like Waterworks as in... Yeah, like over my Fox side. Chapel. Yeah, near Fox Chapel. Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends. I'm there all the time. Wait, is it behind the counter? Windsors. Patreon. Oh, it's at the counter. That's what I meant. Yeah. Like that, 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 there's that one section on the yeah. corner mm-hmm. where right they have there. it all. Right there. You can also go on our Threadless page and buy t-shirts. <laughs> yes, buy shirts. Buy lots please. of shirts, please. All there's onesies the on there now. Yes. <laughs> what was what was the one? What? Nosy bottles make me burp. I said bourbon make me burp, but yeah, we can say nosy bottles make me burp. Makes, bourbon makes me burp. That'll be it. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's our newest onesie. <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> John, I couldn't have asked for a better plug for the upcoming onesie, Bourbon Makes Me Burp. I don't think that should be a onesie. Let's, let's for all the here. littlest yinzers out there mm. who really want CYF Con- called on their parents when they're at the playground. Connor's going to be our, our, uh, our uh, the model. model, baby model. <laughs> oh, goodness. Wow. I don't want to finish this. Right? We have two more? We have two more. I'm actually feeling I'm like, scared to. I'm like, actually feeling pretty okay right no, now. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't. I want to end on the freaking 25 rhetoric. Like, Well... What is this? What number? What, what number? What letter is this? That uh, was this F. 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 Wow, this F, F is this way is better than the last F. Way better. Like as, no offense, as bad as the last F was. That's as good as this F. <laughs> sweaty butt scooters <laughs> in reverse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Backwards sweaty butt Holy scooters. No. Now, how many of the rhetorics do you have? Just that one. Just that one. Yeah, but it's a very good one. Hell yeah. So, I don't know if you guys can tell. I think oh this is a Haas God. for both of us. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what. It is a Haas. But it's a definite downtown. Oh, 100% downtown because you're, you know, unless you're dropping 150 bucks on a bottle of bourbon. Well, I'm curious. <laughs> what would this go for? Do you know if they have it any, at either Butcher or Carmela's? I'm pretty sure that they do. Um, what it would cost for a poor... Probably somewhere in like the starting at fifty range, I would okay. think. Yeah. Okay. At that point, just buy the freaking well, bottle. Yeah. Well, at that point, yes. Yeah. But if you're going fifty dollars for a pour, if you're going to splurge on a pour, yeah, and it's fifty dollars, yeah, you go to butcher and you get the pappy. No, E. H. Taylor Tornadoes mm-hmm. uh, Surviving Warehouse C. Ooh. 
because they're insane. I don't know what the hell they were smoking when they picked those prices, but they're selling an ounce of that for 50. And I'm pretty sure, is it 150 at Carmela's? It could be. How much is a bottle? Or can you not get you a can't bottle? Get the bottles. So similar, you know how we were just talking about Barton had the um, the warehouse collapses? Yeah. I think I talked about this on here before. Oh, yeah, when Taylor had the tornado. The tornado ripped through and, and a couple barrels or a handful of barrels were exposed to the elements. It, it right. pulled the whole just, roof off, basically. Yeah, yeah. The barrels were exposed to the elements and they just bottled them and labeled them as that. As a, again, a marketing gig, but again, it's if you're well, a collector. 90% of that's a, valued items are valued that way because of the marketing. If you can basically... I mean, essentially what marketing is, here we, here, here we, so we don't have a gorgeous segment on here. So here's Zach's lesson in marketing. <clears throat> essentially what marketing is, is selling you on the story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and if people buy into the story, they'll buy into the product. And if the story's good enough, the product will become valuable. I, there's no doubt in my mind that there's going to be some 1792s coming out of Barton that are like co- warehouse collapse special mm-hmm. or, or reserve or oh, something. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're definitely going to capitalize on that lot. What was the was it Barton two that had the spill? Yes. Yeah. So they're going to have two special editions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow! Wow, that's right. good. Hit me, boss. Wow, that is good. I know that was pretty good. G, ready for G? Yeah, do it. So G unit. Sorry, please edit that out. I'm too G white unit. to say that. <laughs> Second. That takes me right back to my uh, 1986 Honda Accord with the blue lights. That that strobe to music, <laughs> blasting my incubus. Oh my gosh! Wait, which one was um, this? One light grenades came out, or was this? No, uh, you know, oh son of a nutcracker! What was is this? The the, uh, the off played. Um, hold on, I gotta look up their uh, whatever their tomorrow. Hold on, no, not that one. I'll be there. You guys didn't know you're getting a concert with us too, did you? No, I didn't. You're all. I'm sorry. Make yourself. I was going to say welcome, but you're. Real, I'm really the sorry. make yourself album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest. All right, so fears going into this one. I'm afraid we just peaked, and I'm afraid. That's we why I said, early. "Well, we have two more." I'm scared to see what. I'm they afraid, tell these other two just more. like that kid on prom night, we peaked early. <laughs> Fantastic. And this is the last time Scott agreed to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Scott's enjoying himself. Absolutely. I'm keeping you guys guessing. I gotta say, this, is, this has been a freaking fun episode. Oh, there's vanilla on this. Yup. Hands down. Vanilla. I can definitely see vanilla so a little, little bit of a... Can I see the taste? The, sorry. The nosy notes? Absolutely. So there's no coffee, huh? Uh, Not that I'm aware of. I think they kind of cover that with like the cocoa. Maybe that's what I'm getting. It's mostly vanilla, but there's like a slight mm-hmm. coffee kind of cocoa tertiary. What was the well, the malt I said had the had that cocoa yeah. powder esque? Yeah, yeah. I see what you're maybe saying. That's with what that. I'm getting. There's, I see what you're saying. With that, yeah, I'm sure in some of the larger kits that they sell, they probably have specifically a coffee. So, what do you think? There's maybe a higher malt count in this. No, not not high. Because again, I when I think higher malt, I think Dad's Hat, and that right. malt presence is very prevalent. Right. I don't get, I get it, but I don't get it that much. Same with uh, Wiggle has usually a higher malt in their stuff too. Not I've really total tangent, but you know we've been on so many. Shock me season. harder, we're going on a tangent. Whoa! 
I've really been enjoying uh, Wiggles um, wheat whiskey. Yeah. Lately. Okay. I, I like it more than their bourbon, hmm. actually, which is weird for me to say. Because okay. bourbon's my mm-hmm. favorite whiskey. Mm-hmm. Have, have you opened the um, the Kilted? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't opened mine yet. That is uh, straight up winter whiskey for me. Yeah. Yeah. That is um, their smokiness on that is, mm-hmm. is intense. So that is a small pour sip it. Like when it was 20 below outside. That would have been prime kilted rye whiskey. Okay, I take back my non-high malt comment. I'm going to let you taste that and see what I mean. Yeah. There's that hug. The hug's there. Oh, the malt man. is there up front. That hug's from the middle of the tongue all the way to the back of the throat. <laughs> no, it goes all the way down to your freaking stomach. How is it that something can make you feel warm and shiver at the same time? Because it did. So warm, I'm cold. <laughs> You're freezing hot. Freezing hot. That malt, that heat, is there. It's got that baking spices. Sure does. I get a Tastes little like bit a of Michaels. Van- yeah, I get a little bit of the vanilla on the palate too. See, I'm I'm just so overwhelmed with the bit. spice. It, okay, I've been asking this all freaking night, but is this a rye? <laughs> It is finally Yay. nailed it first try. Yeah, you know. initial thoughts for me: this is a downtown. It's not that I don't enjoy it, but if I owned a bottle, that was of this, not a burp. That was just a guttural, like visceral if, reaction to if the whiskey. I, if I owned a bottle of this, it would sit on the shelf for a very long time for me to finish it. Let's put it that yeah. way. See, at first, at first, I was going to be like, "Oh, maybe it's a Haas," but I think it's because I've been on a Haas train for a little bit here. Mm-hmm. That last sip it was just kind of like when I literally went, Ugh! and that was involuntary. <laughs> I think this might be a downtown for me, um, but I, it's with a caveat. Okay. So rise and me don't usually hang. I mean, we do a better job than twenty two, <laughs> but then showed us so as an expo marker. All I have to say, I like this. It just might be a little too intense for me to drink enough to that's, justify that's why owning I'm a bottle. Downtown so because, I would go with downtown. Yeah. This would be like if it was the winter and I saw they had this, I would gladly get it. But I, it would be my only drink of the night. Exactly. Yeah. This would it be would like, take me the, all, the whole would, entire I'd time I'd be sipping there. this yes. for, a, yes. like, I'd probably be able to finish my meal and get dessert by the time I was done with so this So the fact that this is a rye whiskey is throwing off my guess for proof. Because I want to say higher proof. Okay. Agreed, but it, do you want? I don't know if that's the rye speaking or the actual proof of it. Because my initial guess is, I want to say it's like one fifteen. It's up there. All right, Zach, do you want to try? And is that your official guess, John? Yeah, let's go with that one ten. John's closer. Whoa! So this is one nineteen point six. Wow! Son of a. Because mm. yeah, it is. I will say this though. Um, as much as I loved the stolen wolf, that was not that, as hot as the stolen wolf. I mean, it's this, four, this was smoother yeah. than the stolen wolf and is four percentage points higher. Oh no. See, I think the stolen wolf was smoother than this. See, I thought this was a little smoother. The stolen wolf was a delicious flavor, mm-hmm. which is what helped me get through the punch in the throat that I got mm-hmm. from the, uh, <laughs> high alcohol mm-hmm. count. All right. Give it to us. All right, so this is the Knob Creek Cast Strength Rye yeah, 2018 is. Limited Edition. Yeah, it is. 
So this why is it a limited edition versus the rest of their stuff? They just, or is it just because they wanted to tag limited edition yeah, on it? Pretty okay. much, it's it's a story. It was not like it's the twenty like what was the the twenty fifth anniversary special? No, or whatever. it's nothing like that. But it did win uh, two thousand eighteen best rye whiskey at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Really, which is kind of like the big deal when it comes to judging spirits. So people usually off people often. This is why I wanted to try the nut nosy bottle earlier mm-hmm. because that's a common tasting note when it comes to the mm-hmm. knob creeks yeah now i think that's is that normally with just the regular like the bourbons not so, the rye so the nut profile comes from their yeast specifically okay so you'll pick that up on pretty much every bean product you'll get like this peanutty peanut mm-hmm. butter Flavor. But I think the rye was just so prevalent with that one. I think it's why it masked mm-hmm. it for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, when, a while back when we were thinking of doing a single barrel of the rye for the Knob Creek, one of the first things that we all got was that vanilla. And I think you mm-hmm. said that right away mm-hmm. when you nosed it. So that, that's yeah. spot on. This is the last one, guys. Right. H. Stands for Hail's the Air. <laughs> In case you can't tell, I've been sampling from H. That's why it's a little bit lower, because this is one of my favorites. I have noticed, and it's been <laughs> encouraging. Doing it from the top is so deceptive. <laughs> you, Fun fact. When pouring into your Glencairn, look at it from the side, not the top. Because if you look at it from the top, before you know it, you'll have a full Glencairn, oh and you'll God, be drunk off your gone. ass. John, you get the rest. <sighs> Finish it off. Yeah, I poured a little too much. You want some of mine? No, I'm good. You go right ahead, sir. Let's give you a little thumb thumb. Ooh. Nosy bottles. I'm clearing out my nosy. There's like a cinnamon 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 e aspect to this with a hint of the baking spice. Touch of citrus? I'm not really getting anything sweet. I could see citrus. I'm getting a little citrus on this. I keep going back to like the sample bottles because there's there's there's, there's a zest okay. to it. There is a little bit of a citrus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like an oil, citrus oil. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time picking up the cinnamon. I'm not saying it's not there because there's a sweetness to it. That's but that was has, just like but... it, it was an initial. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now now it's harder for me to pick it up. That's why I said it right away, because in case I lost it later. I'm going to be honest, the more I smell it, the more kind of that citrus zest, that, 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 that lemony, oily kind of zest I get from it. Taste it. You'll get the cinnamon. Right in the front. What do you think? Do you think it's a rye? I always think it's a rye. But I, I am only saying that because it's got... Uh, the, the burn at the top of the throat is a little bit more intense than any of the bourbons we've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, rye, I could see why you would think that. Um, I think it's a rye. It's not as... Uh, There's not enough sweetness rounding it out it's for not it to as be a bourbon. potent as a rye as the Knob Creek was. I agree. Or just the Knob Creek was that potent that anything after that is going to be... Is this a so, cask strength? It is a cask strength. Is it 110? Really? No, more cast strength is going to be higher more. than that. 115? More. No, 120? I'm th- this is in the 20s. More. This is 125? 
Can't be more than 140. It's not allowed. 126. 127. 126.4. Well, what was the Knob Creek? The Knob Creek was 119.6. This is no way in hell higher proof than that. No. I see why Which makes me think this. it's not a rye because of that. Right. Because so if it was a rye strength. and it was 126. 126.4. 126.4. Then we'd be on our ass. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have thrown up my hands and walked upstairs. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Lisa, this was our last show. I quit. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Scott, thank you for building the website, but please take our page down. <laughs> we met the whiskey that beat us. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is a rye because it's so smooth. And the, smooth. I would not have, if I was guessing proof. I would have said like 105. I thought this was like maybe a 100 proof rye, but if it's a 126.4, yeah. then I'm going bourbon with a, mm-hmm. rye, a higher rye mash or a higher rye percentage in the mash bill. Yeah. But yeah. Final answer. All right. Hit us. If you tell me it's a rye, I'm going to poop my pants. <laughs> okay. So it is a bourbon. Oh, good. Thank freaking God. Clean underwear. It is technically the lower rye mash bill for this particular distiller. Are you serious? Yes. Well, lower for this distiller. For this particular distiller. So lower doesn't mean it's a low rye. Right, it's lower for this distiller. This is considered of, they have two mash bills that have rye in it. This is considered the lower of the Is this a Buffalo Trace product? It is a Buffalo Trace product. This is number two. Like mash bill number two. This is mash bill number one. Oh, this is one. This is one. And that is considered their lower rye. So it's I'm le- trying to it's think of what's than, all under one. Less than 10% rye. And I'm also trying to think of what you have stashed away. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what Lisa's watching upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably watching Handmaid's Tale. I was, was going to ask, Hillary. is the Handmaid's Tale? I'm hearing a... It's probably. She was watching that <laughs> Sounds kind of culty. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of everything that's mash bill number one, which is BT is one... Each Taylor's one. Mm-hmm. Do you have a single barrel? This is not a single barrel. Okay. Wow, that is an intense. The, mm-hmm. That hug is the most intense hug I've had all night. Really? See, I don't think it's that much. I do. This is called going out with a bang. Just like they get on prom night. <laughs> Jesus. There it is. Speaking of prom night, going. Have you seen? Have you watched Big Mouth yet on Netflix? No, I haven't. As soon as I saw the picture of this cartoon kid with a boner, I was like, I'm out. No, it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> I was just out. It's freaking hilarious. It's so funny. It's so crude. and so, Like, you do not watch this when Kerrigan is anywhere Did, near I, you. Like, like, I gotta be honest. Like, so I, I started watching Archer. I've seen almost every season of Archer, and mm-hmm. there are still episodes of Archer where I'm like, and we're done! <laughs> so, I just don't know if I could do it. Like, I got, believe it or not, folks... I have a limit. <laughs> we found it. You know, twelve-year-old ridiculous jokes. I'm on board, but as soon as you start putting it to pictures, I'm jumping off that bandwagon. <laughs> I'm cheating. Okay. Loading, loading, waiting, waiting. Do 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 do. All right, I'm either going to go. John is currently using the internet. This is Stag Jr. It is. Son of a nutcracker. <laughs> Son of a nutcracker. Well done. Fantastic.
Wow. And that is your tour stag of is, Kentucky. I didn't realize stag was uh, uh, 100, what we say, 126.4? 126.4. So it, it varies by batch. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Well, Scott, thank you so much for this, this as welcome. you said, tour of Kentucky. That was, uh, let's just put it this way. There was a lot of stuff in there I probably won't ever have the chance to try again, unless it's at another share or something like that. I'm, yeah. I'm leaving this experience both enlightened, excited, somehow madly depressed. Because <laughs> there was some dope stuff mm-hmm. we tried tonight that I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, just Redirk and, really and Stag Jr., thank you very much. Oh, wow. Wow. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Oh, my goodness. You're not <laughs> Aaron, kidding. listen, buddy. Step up your box of fun game next time. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I feel like... All right, so a box of fun. Because remember, we edit... Okay, now let, let's compare this right now, right? Yeah. Aaron opened himself up to this because he tried to answer Scott's questions online. <laughs> what did Here we, we end with? Um, we ended with that, I just that remember crazy, the gag reflex. Yeah. The a- petroleum... Angels, en- Angels Envy Castric. That. That Aaron was like, I never know what this tastes like. Every time I open it, it's different. And he brings it, and it's shit. I, wanted I know to- what it tastes like. Gasoline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Scott... Is a, is a wonderful. You talk about gentlemen. Scott is a wonderful gentleman. Scott is and, a gentleman. We and, do not deserve him on this rhetoric. Twenty five and brings us Stag Junior. and brings us Knob Creek spe- Limited. Like Aaron, <laughs> I would like to point Come out on, that bro. not once on this show did we have a throw it out. We did not. Nine bourbons, eight of which were brought by Scott. Winning. One of which was a rye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not one throw it out. Mm-hmm. Not even the rye. And I'm a rye baby. Mm-hmm. Well, that last one's a definite has. Even before oh, I knew it is a has. But what was the what was the one that we tried that that you, they put in your water bottle? Oh, that was the uh, the Barton seventeen ninety two. Holy crap, that was that was unreal. Mm-hmm. And like, I kind of want to shake your hand for bringing that. That was <laughs> absolutely. Thank you, that sir. Was, that was fantastic. That was so good. That was one of the best bourbons I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sad. Mm-hmm. But excited too, because since we don't know what it is, we just have to buy a lot of bottles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I we'll hope be, that we find it. In we'll just somewhere. be sitting here, like, all right, so we have this much left in the bottle. You get to pour this much to compare tasting notes. <laughs> well, Scott, thank you so much for for coming for I, I, sharing. I, all right, so go ahead. At the risk of pissing off the founder of Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends, oh, oh here we go. Oh God. So what happens when you give we me gave him nine whiskeys, so nine okay. Nine whiskeys. Here, here we go. Aaron, I love you. But if the title of Box of Fun is like a title, mm-hmm. like in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Did I just take it? I feel as though Scott currently holds the title to beat See, for Box of Fun. I don't, I don't, I disagree. <gasps> Here's why. We're fighting. That was a box of elegance. Ooh. But can elegance not be fun? It can be fun, but it was Aaron's box of fun because he enjoyed watching us, like, die. die. Suffer. And suffer, exactly. So what you're telling me is, Scott is a loving God. Yes. And Aaron is an angry God. Yes. <laughs> He's the Aaron, de- Aaron is, uh, when you, if, you were, if we're going gods, Aaron is Loki. And, and you he are is the Thor. god of mischief. And Scott is Thor. Thought it, I'll yes. take it. Yes. God of thunder. Power. 
<laughs> bomb ass whiskeys. I, I I might be the chubby Thor, but I'm Thor. <laughs> we all we all have that dad bod Thor. Hashtag dad bod Thor. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm not gonna say it. No, because not everyone's seen it. Never mind. Yeah, let's not do that. Like, anyway, I'm not gonna be that guy. Um, so Scott, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. We really appreciate this, even though we, we make fun a lot, but we really appreciate elegance, this. Scott's box of elegance. There we go. <laughs> I want to make sure you guys uh, check out all of our social media for the show. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Again, go check out PittsburghWhiskeyFriends.org. You can find links to our social media, the Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends social media. Uh, you can also find on there, if you want to support the show, mm-hmm. you can check out our Patreon page, which, again, we said um, for for Travis's friend, Travis's buddy, our buddy, if you sign up between now and June. So basically, because like it doesn't charge you until the first of the month. So if you sign up like June 2nd, you won't get charged till June 11th or June 1st or July 1st. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, so anyone who um, either gets first charge in June or first charge in July, let's put it that way. Absolutely. That money will be donated if you're not able to um, buy, buy a raffle ticket for, for Travis's um, event. Um, that money will be donated to the GoFundMe for Travis's friend. And then another way to support the show is also through our Threadless page, which is dramit.threadless.com. Again, same. You can find the link as well at pittsburghwhiskeyfriends.org mm-hmm. on our section of that page. And lastly, the, the, the other way to support the show is to give us a five-star review on iTunes. Rate and review us on iTunes. We really appreciate that. It helps us. Uh, it helps elevate the show mm-hmm. in iTunes. It helps elevate the show in the podcasting world. Mm-hmm. And we want to do that. We we enjoy doing this. We we enjoy having uh, awesome guests on, bringing some fantastic whiskeys. My name's Aaron, um, <laughs> and uh, huh. we just we 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 enjoy this so much. We want this to be as big as it can. Mm-hmm. You know. So mm-hmm. a way to do that is for you to go ahead and give us a five star review on on yeah. iTunes. The, the the more reviews we get, the more viewership we get. Well, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. listeners we get, mm-hmm. the more support we receive from you guys mm-hmm. um, will allow us to spend more time doing this. Um, if this is something you guys are enjoying, mm-hmm. um, then we want to make sure that we keep on putting out the best content we possibly can mm-hmm. for you guys. Yeah. We, we really enjoy being able to talk about this. But what I, I think I speak for both of us when I say what we enjoy even more and talking about bourbon and drinking bourbon mm-hmm. is um, knowing that you guys are getting something out of it, whether yeah. it's just a laugh, whether it's some education. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Scott said, whiskey is better with friends. Absolutely. Whether you're mm-hmm. listening to people talk about whiskey or drinking it with your friends, mm-hmm. it's always better with friends. It's good to share a laugh. It's good to share a drink. And that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Sharing a laugh, sharing a drink, sharing knowledge. And we would love to do this as much as we can. Absolutely. And with that, Zachary, cheers to you, sir. John, cheers to you, sir. And cheers to you.